Okay. Hey everyone, Ollie here, and you're listening to Hardwired for Gay. Hardwired for Gay. Yeah, that's that's the name of it. Sorry. A podcast about gayness and history that you, for some terrible reason, most likely didn't learn in school because school is shit. And I'm sticking by that theory. Now, you're probably wondering where have you gone for a year. Like, we've literally been gone for a year. I'm recording this a a year to the date we first recorded the intro. A year. Can you believe that? Well, answer is simple. Life hit hard, as it does. But we are back full of spite, coffee, tea, and just loads of spite. Well, I'm back with the with the ghosts and goblins of the world. Uh, you get to listen to me for now. Beck has other things to focus on, so while they are doing that and focusing on themselves, you can listen to me. If you don't like it, shut the fuck up. So, the date this is going to be published is June 15th, 2022. Uh... So what happened on June 15th in history? Well, uh, in 1991, Mount Pinatubo exploded. Is that, did I say that right? Did I say that right? Pronunciation. I don't know how to pronounce that words. I don't know how to spell pronunciation either. Pinatubo. How did you say that? Pinatubo. 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 Yeah, I said that right. Hey, I did good for once. Anyway, in 1991, Mount Pinatubo exploded. In 1977, Spain held the first free elections since they, in since 1936. I have to look into that. I, I'm I'm gonna look into that. Um, in 1954, in 1954, the Union of European Football Associations is founded. In 1844, Charles Goodyear, Charles Goodyear, I think I did I. Sorry. I think I spelled that wrong. No, I spelled that right. It's Charles Goodyear. Okay, then. Charles Goodyear patents the vulcanization thing, which makes vulcanized rubber. I'm 99% sure. Do not quote me if I am wrong. If I am right, good on me. And in 1667, the first human blood transfusion happened. Now, the only reason I know about this one is because I remember uh, learning about this in science in, like, third grade. Because my my teacher just went on a tangent about it one day out of nowhere. And so I looked more into it. It was from a sheep to a 15-year-old boy. The boy did, in fact, live. You know why? Because they only did a very tiny amount of blood. And that is the only reason he lived. Now, 
When I say we do history for the what happened in history day thingy, we're going to do before 2005. So yeah, anyway, now on to our story. So about a year and a half ago, yes, dur- during quarantine, I did a lot of research dur- dur- the, the, the words during quarantine. I was just scrolling through some older news articles and saw this article, a very interesting article talking about female doctors. I'm not making I'm not making fun of female doctors. I'm making fun of this article because 99% of what they talked about on this article was just men dressing up as females, like doing drag and all. And that's awesome. That's amazing. But they were drag and they were doctors and that's not female doctors. Like you're a female. I'm not going into it. Anyway. But at the very end, they, they threw in the James Barry. And I'm like, but wasn't James Barry the painter who talked to John, James, the, the Monroe guy? And well, yeah, but, but, but hear me out. Hear, hear, hear me out. <laughs> I looked more into it. Now, James Berry was a talented doctor, human activist, and veterinarian with a very, very bad temper who died on July 25th, 1865 of dysentery. Now, remember this date, July 25th, 1865 of dysentery. Because that's going to be important much later. Okay, anyway. When dying, they had a single request. They are not to be washed, nor have the overcoat they are wearing taken off. But you know what happened? The wishes were not granted, because why wouldn't? Why would they be granted? Oh, it was just this person's (sighs) die. Sorry. And this huge, deep, secret, Mystery was revealed. <clears throat> oh, and just a side note, I will be switching from they, them to he, him during the story. Yes, most stories and articles use she, her, but as far as I know, James used he, him, so I will be using he, him. Cats are fighting again, yay. That scared me. In 1789, a child named Margaret Ann Bulkley was born in Cork, Ireland to Mary Ann and Jeremiah Bulkley. Growing up, they were said to be very smart, very studious, and very... Just very, very stubborn. And I say stubborn because I can't really think of a word, another word for it, and I'm really not going to look it up. Anyway, from a young age, they said they knew what they wanted to be, 
and they were going to be a surgeon or a doctor. And anyone, including their brother, who said otherwise, they would make fun of them and, like, shut them down immediately. Anyway, after they fell on hard times, Marianne and the children moved to London to live with Marianne's brother, James Barry. <clears throat> Mary Ann's brother, James Barry. This is the painter, James Barry, and not the doctor, James Barry. So, there were a few reasons they moved. The first was because Jeremiah lost his job due to... I, th I read an article saying it was due to his Catholic beliefs, but I think it was just because he was they were in so much debt, and the fact that he had different Catholic beliefs didn't really help. Anyway, so th he was imprisoned, and the family had fallen into financial ruin, so Marianne goes with the children and she's like please James please take us in we'll we'll live with you and you'll help us and we'll help you and it'll be grand and he's like you know what fine come on and now around this time the youngest Buckley child was born and this baby girl's name is Juliana now a lot, and by a lot, I mean a lot of people speculate that Juliana was actually Margaret and... Okay, I have to back. So, another reason they had moved was because uh, an uncle had, uh, had, um, how do I put this deli delicately? He had taken advantage of Margaret. And then, Juliana was born, and that's one of the reasons why they believe Juliana was born, and that's a reason why they did move in with James. <coughs> Anyway, so, they do believe that Juliana is Margaret's child, but no one is 100% sure. Anyway, after they moved in, Margaret met Lord David Stuart Erskine and General Francisco Miranda. I believe I'm saying those names right. Now, these two men were a big... They were big-time advocates. They were big-time female advocates and big on female rights. And when they met... When they met Margaret and they saw how smart she was and they saw how, like determined she was to become a soldier and to get further in her education and to become a doctor she's like they're like you know what let's let's help you like come on we're we're gonna help you and so then when james barry which is the uncle dies of pleuritic i believe i'm saying that right pleuritic fever, 
in Fe on February 17th, 1806. He's 64. He dies, okay? And around this time, he's making 60 to 70 euros a year, which is is pretty much, it, it seems like a lot. It's 16,860 euros in 22 this year, or 18,710 U.S. dollars, and it, it was a lot for back then, it's really not, I don't know, M money doesn't, I don't know money, anyway, now, when he dies, when, when someone dies, their stuff has to go somewhere, right, it, it really does, I mean, your stuff just doesn't vanish, so it has to go somewhere. Well, because they were living with him, and because James Barry didn't seem to have any children, everything went to Marianne and the children. And when I say everything, I mean everything, including his name. Now, this is when Margaret takes the name James Barry and enrolls into medical school. And this is about 1809, so about three years after they cut contact with their family. So 1806, they cut contact with their family. 1809... <coughs> <coughs> Okay, 1806, James dies. 1809, Margaret takes James' names and enrolls into medical school. And in order to hide the truth, James wore this huge overcoat, petticoat, overcoat, petticoat. I don't know whether it's called an overcoat or a petticoat. I've heard it called both. Like, what, what do you, what do you call it? Like, what is it called? Anyway, uh, he also used three-inch heels to make himself taller. And just lowered his voice like this. But he still had a higher-pitched voice. And so when he enrolled into medical school, along with the fact that he looked rather young... They were very hesitant to accept him. So, Lord Erskine goes and he's like, No, no, I I know this guy. He's, uh, I, you can trust him. He, uh, I, I got him. I know him. I, he, you can trust him. He's, he's good. So, Lord, Lord Erskine goes and vag, vouches for him. And James goes, and he goes through medical school, and he graduates. And then he tries and goes to get enlisted in the army. But once again, because of how young he looks, and because of how his face is all clear, and he has no facial hair, and because of his higher voice, and because he's... Still rather small, even with the heels. His age is questioned once again. But 
eventually they get it figured it out and they get it sorted out. And in 1813, James begins his career as assistant staff surgeon, which is equivalent to a lieutenant. Now, I have no idea what that means. I really don't, and I'm not going to claim I do. So I asked my cousin what that meant, and they said it was a zero three. So if that means something to you, good on you, and let me know. Let me know what it means. Anyway, at some point in time, he's sent to Cape Town, Africa for a decade. And this is where he meets Lord Somerset. Somerset? Lord Somerset. Some, some, Somerset. 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 Okay, I... Lord Somerset. This is where he meets Lord Somerset. Now, uh, there is a huge belief that Somerset knew of James' secret. Well, for a lot of reasons. First being, James had moved into Somerset's house and lived there for years. Like... They were close, and like very, very, very close at that. As in so close that eventually a poster about them being in a relationship went around. And you know, around that time, that was that was illegal. So they're called into court, and it's like, are you doing this thing? And they're like, no, no, that's not happening. And they're like, well, are you sure it's not happening? And they're like, yes, we're sure it's not happening. That's not happening. We're just very close friends. We're pals. We're buddies. We're friends. And the court's like, okay. And let them go. And absolutely nothing happened. Okay? So then, in 1826, he performs the first successful cesarean section, which is a C-section. If you don't know what that is, you're probably too young to be listening to this. And it was the first successful one where both the mother and the baby lived, and the baby was named after him. So, yeah. Now, uh, remember when I said he had a temper? Well, that's because there were a lot of arguments when Barry was involved. Like, he got caught up in a lot of duels, and I couldn't find anything saying anyone died, but uh, it's possible that someone did, but he's a doctor, so it could have fixed it. But he did have wonderful bedside manners, like uh, people were suspicious because he, and I quote, was too soft and no man should hold that much empathy, unquote. For example, in 1828, he was posted in the islands of Mauritius. Mauritius? Mauritius? This is where 
And I found this on an article by Bryn Holland on History.com. So, it says, and I quote, where he butted heads with a fellow army surgeon who had him arrested and court-martialed on a charge of conduct unbecoming of a character of an officer and a gentleman. He was not failed, found guilty. He was found not guilty, end quote. That was a lot of words. Anyway, in 1857, he reached the rank of Inspector General in charge of military hospitals. That's like the equivalent to a Brigadier General, which is an 07, so it's, I think that's pretty high up there. I mean, I assume it is. Uh, so James was said to be the person to travel to where he was needed. He helped those who needed help. He started visiting prisons and mental asylums and speaking out against the abuse, the neglect, the overcrowding, the lack of food, and and the lack of care the patients received. He also found fought for the better food and medical care for both soldiers and their families. I wrote, he also fought for the better food and medical cares for both soldiers and their families along with their families. So if you ever want to know what's going through my mind as I'm typing, that's what's happening. Anyway, he was just a really, really cool human being and before quarantine I heard his name like once like I said maybe twice and the second time was talking about his uncle and do you know why that is why why I never learned about him because school sucks it really seriously does and they don't teach you stuff you know you know in in America te- America only teaches you what makes them look good. And if it doesn't make them look good, then why bother teaching it? If you can't tell, I'm just I'm just really really mad at the at the education system in America. I don't like it. That's why I'm going to become a teacher. I'm I'm working on that. So will. Okay. Anyway, I'm 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 gonna go to bed. Night. I. Uh, this comes out June fifteenth, which is a Wednesday. So the next one will be June twenty second, and hopefully every episode comes out every Wednesday, unless Beckett has an objection. So, with all the love in my heart, I bid you farewell and good night.